Hey, welcome to Radiant Teen Life, where we talk about girl problems and the importance of staying physically, mentally, and emotionally healthy through your teen years. Introducing your host, Life Coach Gina Faber. Hi, everyone. I have a very special topic, a pretty serious one I want to talk with you guys about today, and that is limiting beliefs. So a limited belief is an idea that we have about ourselves, either a story that we tell or an identity, something we affix I am to or I have. And it really prevents us from our success and it colors or shapes or it's like a filter that we put on ourselves that prevent us from taking action, prevent us from kind of taking chances or going out there and doing something that can really empower us or really advance our life. So I want to give you a strategy today on how you know what your disempowering beliefs are and how you might overcome them. It's really quite simple. It's something that I listen for in my coaching sessions. It's something that I call people out on all the time. I'm always listening for those statements of I am or I have because they really you know, shape who we are. So think back for a minute, some of the things that you say, you know, I hear I'm stupid, I procrastinate, I have um, anxiety, I'm not really good at sports, I'm not creative, I'm not good at math, I'm a terrible speller, I'm horrible at making friends, I'm so awkward in social situations, and maybe there are examples that you have that that is true. So here's the tough part. You say that, And then you've got examples of that's true. So you have evidence to back it up. So it's like, Gina, no, that's true. I really do have that. I really am that. And I can tell you the specific times when that was true. The problem is, is it was true for a moment. But if you hang on to that as if it's unchangeable, which is not true, then it will become who you are long-term. And especially if you're a tween or teen, You need to change that as quickly as you hear it so that that doesn't shape your future. If you're a mom, if you're an adult and you catch yourself, you still can change that too. But when we identify with something with the I am or I have, your unconscious or your subconscious mind believes you. Its job is to take direction. So if you say, I can't find this, your unconscious won't allow you to see it. How many of you have been out there and you know, you're looking for your keys and you say, I can't find my keys. I can't find my keys. I can't find my phone. I can't find my phone. And you've looked at it. You actually have stared right at it and you didn't see it. Come on. I know you guys, there's a lot of you out there or there's somebody who says, can you go get that for me in the closet? And you don't know where it is. I don't know where that thing is. I don't know what it looks like. I can't find it. And they send you with the specific directions. You go, you open up the closet, you stare right at it and you say, I can't find it. Of course you can't. You've directed your unconscious mind to follow. It's kind of a hypnosis, right? So if you could hypnotize yourself and not seeing something, imagine what you could do if you said, I suck at math, by the way. If you've got math and you've got an idea that you suck at it and you've got a complicated equation that you got to figure out, some tough homework, 
How likely are you to be able to get through that homework with creative thinking, with critical thinking, with problem solving, resourcefulness? Probably not. If you're like, I'm bad at this and this is going to be horrible, my guess is even if you could figure it out, it's going to be a struggle. Whereas if you were thinking, I'm really good at math, I usually figure things out, even if you got stuck, it wouldn't be this challenge and you'd probably be in the mindset to be able to figure out how you'd solve that problem. Who do I need to ask? What do I need to Google? How do I solve it? Who can I reach out to my teacher? As opposed to getting overwhelmed or frustrated and giving up, okay? Or leaving it undone. So how you speak to yourself and the beliefs that you have may be true at some points in time, but they won't change unless you challenge those thoughts. And so how do we do that? Let's take, for example, I'm not athletic, okay? And you say to yourself, yeah, I'm not really athletic. Like I never really excelled. In fact, I'll tell you, that was a belief that I had when I was in grade school. All the teams I tried out for, I never made. I didn't even make the first cut, okay? And yet I loved moving my body. In grade nine, I started biking. In grade um, 10, I joined a gym and started doing fitness classes. And yet I still thought I wasn't athletic. I started running and did all kinds of recreational stuff. So as I got a little bit older, I got into canoeing and rock climbing. And in fact, I chose those things because I was afraid of failing at sports. And then I remember someone saying to me, do you want to be part of a triathlon? And I was like, I don't know what's involved. I'm not really athletic. You know, I, I, I'm not really competitive. I like to do my own thing and do it for fun. Well, it ended up being running, swimming, and biking, which I was pretty decent at already. And I had to have my mindset that it was fun in order for me to just even give it a shot because I was so hung up on failing at, at it being a competitive athletic event that I just wanted to enjoy the process. And it turns out it was a lot of fun. And I did get into it being competitive and I wanted to make sure that I got a better um, time than my friends. And that led me to run quadrathons and all kinds of running races and adventure races you know, an eight hour adventure race that ended up being one of my, you know, most advanced. And yeah, so now I can look back and go, ah, not only was I athletic, I am still athletic. And I just had a different way of looking at it. There were sports that I really appreciated or really enjoyed that didn't have to do with the typical sports. And so I took some proving to myself and also experiencing things in a different way to learn how to overcome that limiting belief. And thank God I did because I love working out. It's one of my joys. It's one of the things that brings me the most satisfaction and self-worth. So how did I do it? And what were the things that really happened? I asked myself, is that true? So if you have a belief, like I'm not athletic, you got to ask yourself, is that true? Is it true? Do you absolutely know it to be true without a shadow of a doubt? And I thought, well, what does athletic mean anyways? I bike, I run, I swim, I do all kinds of adventure, you know, I camp, I rock climb. I guess those could be considered athletic. Yeah, so I guess I'm kind of athletic. And then I asked myself, 
you know, well, how do I behave? Or what do I think when I believe that thought? So how do you feel when you think I'm not athletic? Well, you don't really like go out there and give it your all. You probably don't push yourself. You don't challenge yourself. You don't compete at the level that you probably would if you believed that you were athletic, right? You probably don't show up first in line being like, yeah, let's kick some butt today. And you're like, oh, I'm just here to have some fun. And then when you continue on with that process, you know, this is the work of Byron Katie, by the way. That's who created this breakthrough of limiting beliefs. So as I said, the first one was questioning, is this true? Do I absolutely know that to be true? Or is there a possibility that it isn't 100% true? Just questioning that gives you a little bit of an opening to consider that something else might be happening. And then by noticing how you feel when you think that thought, well, then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, it's actually thinking that thought is preventing me So if you can really feel that from being successful, okay? And who would I be without that thought? Who would I be if I thought that I was athletic? Or how would I show up if I never thought that, you know, I had to make sports teams in order to feel athletic? Well, again, I'd probably be, you know, wanting to kick some butt. I'd probably be looking at what are my options. I love moving my body. I love working out. I actually really enjoy being competitive with people. So I discovered. And so how could I do that? I would act differently. And what would that mean? Well, it would mean that I wouldn't be so afraid to try new things. It would mean that I would have more opportunities to feed my soul with the things that really light me up. I wouldn't let fear and self-doubt get in the way of what's possible. That's the recipe for overcoming limiting beliefs. Let's put this one more way. Let's say this is about math and your thought is, I'm horrible at math. I hear that all the time. I'm horrible at math. So the question is, is that true? Do you absolutely know that to be true? Or are there parts of math that you're actually good at? You got currency. Are you good at uh, geometry? Are you good at fractions? Is there some you know, parts of math that you actually excel at? How do you feel when you think the thought that you're horrible at math, right? How do you feel? And then who would you be without that thought? And just notice your behavior would change. Your attitude would change. Your stress levels, your thought processes, your ability to figure things out would shift. And so once your brain starts to wrap its head around you know, those ideas, it seems counterproductive to believe that thought. Even if you have evidence that it's true, you know, why perpetuate that? There's probably some things that you are good at when it comes to math. And if you leaned into those strengths and built on those beliefs, things would shift. In fact, I know that everyone can improve on something. Right? If you get your mind in the right place, it's not that you are terrible at math. Maybe you just had a, a horrible teacher. Maybe they didn't explain it the way that you needed to hear it. Maybe you know that particular unit is you just need a little bit more time or a little bit more practice with. So I think anybody can learn anything. But what really prompts that learning is being in the right set of mind. And what prompts being in the right state of mind is having the right identity. If you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right. So you might as well think that it's possible 
even if you have a glimmer of hope, because that would allow you to shift your actions, your behaviors, and your result. So I'm going to leave it at that. Limiting beliefs, you got to start searching for them, start listening for the words that you affix to I have or I am and start to question them. That's it. Just start to question them and notice how you feel when you think those thoughts. It'll start breaking them apart and you can start unraveling that process. So if you got questions, if you want to dive deeper in a coaching session, feel free to put some comments in the chat box, send me an email or uh, reach out to me privately for coaching. I'd love to help you with your limiting beliefs. It can be a life changer. All right. Thanks, you guys. See you soon. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, check out some of our other episodes and follow us on social media. We have a website linked in the description. Make sure to take a look. Thanks again. Until next time.